Welcome to Visibility by Design podcast with your host, Juliet Stapleton. In this show, I want to help you combine your marketing strategies and your human design potential so you can show up, stand out, and attract your perfect clients with confidence and ease. Are you ready? Enjoy the show. Hi, guys, and welcome to Visibility by Design podcast. Uh, I am so excited today. Today is a very important conversation for anyone who wants to use human design for their marketing. And I have uh, the perfect guest today. Let me introduce you to Yvette Mayers, all the way from Australia. So we're literally on the opposite sides of the globe. And Yvette is also a business and marketing expert, and she is using human design to guide her clients. And I think that we are here to talk about what matters. And yes, does it really matter for marketing and business what you're learning about your human design? Hi, Yvette. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for that beautiful introduction. And yes, I am on the other side of the world. I think we are literally poles apart, like time zone wise, but very kindred spirits in terms of our passions and backgrounds and skill sets. And I could talk to you for hours on end. So I know that this is going to be a lot of fun. And the topic is just very on point. It's perfect Uh, for us. It's a perfect topic. And it's also, there's a lot of room for interpretation. We were just saying that kind of offline, so to speak that there's you know I think even with human design in general it's such an early stage in the full expression and interpretation but especially so when you think about marketing specifically within that yes it's it's so true and then you have to also consider that uh, a lot of these wisdoms that we have even the the roots of uh, human design like I Ching they came as revelations and then they um underwent like constant uh, interpretation by by people and then there'd be someone who is more influential so their word could spread a little bit more you know that's before the internet yeah. obviously we're talking about yeah. you know China and an offline influencer <laughs> Yes, no, that you see, this is it. Yeah. So if you're like an emperor or like a really big philosopher, then your word will be heard. But everybody has their own opinion. And I think that that's what's beautiful about us, because we sometimes can get another revelation and download and 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 see things in a different light and then marry things together. And I, I think that's exactly what's happened to Rand, you know, and, yeah. and Richard Rod and a lot of, you know, key figures in human design. So we're here now not to completely, you know, cancel this, but see what we see as well and I think that um, because it's 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 a new thing uh, mm. it's definitely a sort of a little bit of a bandwagon these days I think especially in Australia I can see so many in Australia it's like you know like wildfire like spreading yeah. the, the rest of the world as well even when I started one of my coaches um, that I that I mentor she said um I understand, Juliet, you like this human design, but you know, like everybody's jumping on this bandwagon and that created such a long imposter syndrome in me because I didn't want to be one of those people. Yeah. I just but yet there is definitely something to help with finding your direction, especially in marketing and online visibility and business, 100%. Yeah. I personally am in this experiment for a year. My business has transformed completely, but mm-hmm. my revenue has only grown. And that's, yeah. you know, look that's at the facts. Sign that, that it's, yeah. 
it's also it's a sign not just that it's popular but that it's valuable because it wouldn't be popular if people weren't gaining insight and direction even if it's simply validation for something that they already knew exactly and that's powerful it is very powerful because it just allows you to be you and and allows you to trust yourself and that's the most Uh important thing i think especially both of us we come from the marketing and business background and as coaches and we know that you know people don't trust themselves in general you know they're Mm -hmm. looking for this magic solution they're looking for you or me to tell them what to do and sometimes you can see that there's complete release of your own direction they're just just tell me what to do i just want to just tell me like step by step how to get there but i can't do this because you are a different different energetic type you're very unique we need to explore how it will feel for you to do what i am doing Mm -hmm. maybe you won't be able you know if i was a manifesting generator maybe i'd be just too much for you you know Or maybe I'm too slow because I'm a projector and I'm slowing the hell down in my business and that works. So it's so, so interesting. What is your own experience with this, with human design and your business? Yeah, uh, it's, it was the journey from my own human design experiment from learning my design and then studying human design through to where I am today has been long. So I didn't jump on the bandwagon. I put a toe in the water and, you know, that that has been over the last four years from toe in the water to diving in quite deeply so that I could do clients' charts but not speaking very publicly about that. It was kind of something that I did on the back end. And sometimes, if I'm really honest, in isolation of the client because I wanted to understand them better. So it wasn't even like, let me do your chart. It was like, this is coming up. I want to understand it better. Maybe if I go and look at in in their chart, I'll be able to get a deeper, just a, a bit more depth around why they why they are the way that they are. And over the course of time, that was kind of happening in the background. And actually the reason that human design has become so much more present in my business now, four years later, it started with me going through my own, what I would call, I I wrote a a, a post and, or actually went live on Instagram with this whole revelation that I went through a bit of a breakdown in my business this year. I kind of came to a point where I had COVID at the time, by the way. And so I was in like, woe is me. Everything felt heavy and hard. And I had a bit of a a moment of, do I even want my business? Like, is this worth it? It's really feeling heavy and hard. Uh, some of that was real. Some of it was not being well. But I really came to the edge of my comfort around my business and When I came out of that, I was more clear on one specific thing. And that was that I had been making, and you'll relate to this as a business coach, I've been making the money that I made on a monthly basis be my measure of success. And I had an experience in my mastermind this year where I moved it into a membership model versus a kind of commitment upfront. And then every time somebody gave notice, I went through a little bit of a spiral, a shame spiral. And it really, 
it really uh, funked with my energy is how I would put it. And so then I got COVID and I came to this, this like, I'm all about feeling lit up and liberated, which we can get into because it's, it's my design as well. And I came to this realization that after being sick and thinking about everything, I'm like, oh my God, I absolutely love what I do, but I've been in shame and I've been in not enoughness around this one element. And what I really need to get back to is doing the work because it lights me up, doing the work because I love being of service, doing the work because I'm freaking good at what I do and it makes a positive impact in the world. And so essentially I went through a period of realising that I needed to embody my design, not just know it. And the more I did that, the more I came back to life and everything in my business started to feel really different. And my clients in the mastermind, there's five of them at the moment, kind of were like, please, more on human design, more, more, more. And so then I kind of ran a, a big workshop on human design and it was the most engaged, the the like absolute best feedback on anything that I've done all year. And that was the beginning of me realizing that I'm a line one and I know a hell of a lot about human design and it was time for me to kind of lean in and bring that more formally into my work versus this bolt on in the background. And it was this beautiful, beautiful, like, um, sweet spot between me needing it myself and then the realisation of how much power I could create within my clients who once they received this, especially because I every person's chart who I unpacked in those first couple of months that I began doing this more and more and more, I knew and so it was like this blend of I I very much know them and their business and their personality but when I combined that or fused it within human design intelligence I was able to really get in and create big breakthroughs. So that, that's, that's my amazing. journey. Yeah, it's amazing. That's there's a couple of things that you mentioned that's really, you know, I got my splenic goosebumps and that means that we need to talk about this number one. Okay. And this is a bigger one. And and this is something that really fits into the topic, um, you know, what's what's important for marketing. And you just mentioned I had to stop focusing on these things that were triggering me, which were it was shame, but it was around money as well. You know, it's all about, you know, somebody and I've been through exactly the same situation when I had a membership model, when anyone, you know, even if I said commit for six months and they go off to three months, they're like, yeah. ah, and then line one, which is my conscious line. Of course, you need financial security with line one, 100%. So you always get triggered. And even though mm-hmm. you might be a billionaire, you will always get triggered. I think if you have totally. that shadow, it's just something. Yeah. And so that spirals into everything else and, you know, feeling, you know, unworthy and all these kind of things. But what you just mentioned, you said, I decided to focus on what actually gives me joy or satisfaction. You're a generator. We never mentioned your design. So you're a five one sacral generator. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so for you, joy in what you're doing is such a big signature feeling. Um, And and in a way, again, I'm getting these goosebumps as I'm saying (laughs) this, because releasing, focusing on making money was the big one for me. 
releasing oh, wow, money. you as well huge huge because the more i focus on money the less i can get it that's what i've learned and yeah. uh, i also have a completely open will center so setting targets right. and all this that's the way to yeah. kill my joy and my yep. uh, and yep. and for me as a projector then it was all about you know feeling seen and recognized so self expression was something that i was leaning into as a signature feeling because when I express myself and I see myself and I self-recognize myself I yeah. feel very successful funnily enough people like yourself found me on Google and I you know because yeah. we worked together so you know this is how just focusing on that feeling the signature feeling and here's the dilemma in a way, because when you're reading a human design, it's very simplified. So, you know, I'm a projection, like focus on the feeling of success. And then you start thinking, oh, but how will I get success if I don't have clients or if I, you know, if I don't know what, how to do it, what to do it. Oh, Same this is a good topic. It, absolutely. I mean, I, will, I wanted to actually ask you about that, because when I talk about uh, success for somebody else, well, I would describe for me, it's more important that I feel aligned than I make a certain amount of money. But how does that work for a projector when their feeling is success? It's it's about, I really think that success is when you see, when you see yourself and others see you how you see yourself. Okay, this good. is a huge thing yeah. because, you know, yeah. recognition is very important for projector. But yeah. it's not the recognition for any kind of recognition. There's a lot of people recognize me for, I don't know, designing great websites or, you know, something <laughs> I need to do, which is something that I can do as procrastination task, you know, tweaking like and playing with it. But it's not something that I feel fulfilled with. Yeah. So it's important to really understand where you are getting that feeling of complete fulfillment and, and on mm -hmm. purpose and seen and appreciated and even when you're little I call them cockroaches in your head when they're saying yeah but you know you know you, it was just a chat they're paying you for chats but the person on the other side uh, hand says you just literally opened the door and I thought there was a wall that's big that's big that's, that's what you do for others because you can't see it as a projector you can't see yourself yeah. you have to rely on feedback of others but you but mm -hmm. when you feel that you're on purpose when you feel like this is it like i know yeah. my thing is open that's doors. The feeling of success for you yeah and it doesn't have to be anything even super specific although there will be an area where you feel even you know every time you feel amazing but i know in my life i'm a door opener i was opening doors to people for live streaming you know, somebody who never, ever went live and only had business, you know, over a pint of beer before yeah. and now, you know, is interviewed on the national television about them live streaming on their page. I had this kind of success story with this with this uh, businessman in, um, I think he lived in Serbia or he's from Serbia and lives in Slovenia, somewhere in, in the middle mm -hmm. uh, Europe. But it was amazing because he sends me two years later, you know, a, a picture of him on, on the national Serbian television. And he says, wow. you did this and so the opening doors and I'm getting these goosebumps now yeah. because this is what I do for me it took time to figure out because there's too many you know feeling inadequate feeling you know bitterness resentment you have to sift through that and find what really makes you happy but then yeah. that's one thing but the other thing as well is it's leaning into it leaning into expressing yourself feeling good first about yourself not relying on them telling you and then them telling you supporting what you're trying to cultivate inside 
that's success for a projector, I think. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. You're a five line. You're just getting that truth out of me. These are the yeah. mechanics. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. Let's talk about, so one of the big things just before we move on to the next thing is that when you focus on making money, getting clients, you're actually sometimes not focusing on what gets you clients and makes you money in the first place. So mm-hmm. find that whatever your signature feeling is, how can you achieve it? That's what you need to analyze. And this is something sometimes, is yeah, we can, as coaches, and especially if we t- dabble in human design or no human design, we can help you move there, but it's up to you to really do that internal work. And, and you know, I'm proof that you can learn all about it and still not fully embody it because you know, we all have the not self or the shadow side of us and and the skeptic, right? Because anything metaphys- metaphysical, quantum physics, it's no matter how spiritual you are, there is a small amount of skeptic, I think, in everybody, even if it's 1%. Do you have the channel of doubt by any chance? I don't remember of the table of the. No, no, no. I don't. No, I do no. because I, I'm so I am skeptical yeah, even by just the yeah, yeah. I agree. Maybe that's why I was holding back so long, you know, and didn't want to kind of come yeah. into the spiritual world because it's very ungrounded sometimes and, you know, there's a lot of stigma with it as well. Um, yeah, that's an interesting, interesting observation. But you know what? Let's talk about the marketing part as well, because one of yeah. the biggest questions, and I'm sure with you as well, is that how much do I need to know this human design? And you just said you can know it all, but not use it. So, but how mm-hmm. much matters is my question. How much matters? Yeah. Because I find that when I guide clients, this is not, I don't need to go and learn gene keys and, and, and go into every little gate. Yes. It's very interesting. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. But does it actually matter for your marketing, for how mm-hmm. you express yourself, you know, for, for, I personally find that it's a nice to have, uh, it's kind of like that depth you can add but you have to master the basics it's like learning a language you will never be fluent if you skip the basics you will never be fluent it's impossible yeah you have to have the basics you have to have the basics and at this point and I know it's an ever unfolding rose shall we say but at this point I really believe the profile lines have the most relevance I agree that's where I find the most resonance I agree with you. In my view, the basics of following your strategy and authority and really understanding these energetics is really is really important for your ease yeah. and flow. For your ease yeah. and flow, that's where the burnout is. And then when we we come to marketing, and then there's twofold like marketing and selling, you know. Yeah. So profile lines paramount to understand your, the mechanics of your profile lines, the conscious one with all the shadows, and then what do you need to lean more the subconscious one in order for for you to be healthy and express yourself fully yeah. and and yeah. attract those opportunities so profile lines that's where i think in terms of the uh for me personally i'm a one three so very self-absorbed yeah. and i love how you say that categorically self-absorbed oh it took took time it's it, it's a, it's a yeah. process to admit these things but you know what and and especially i had a story i think i uh i talk about it when i talk about one three i had once an argument with my mom things were good with my mom and then they were not so good and once she said to me you are so selfish you only talk about yourself i always listen to you all your life and you never listen to me you only talk about yourself and it hurt it for years it hurt that sort of you know comment from your mother 
And then human design came into my life and I learned about the one three. And I understood that one three is looking within. It's impossible mm. for us. I read somewhere that we don't even see other people. We see the essence of other people. And I, I honestly, like, there's a lot of things that are blurry. <laughs> there is a lot it's of so things. That you just said that because you just brought to mind one of my clients who is also a one three. And you just brought to mind a conversation with her sharing that her brother, when she was younger, told her that she was selfish and how she can't seem to untether herself, but she is very self-absorbed in her process and in her work. Uh, it's just so interesting. And it's a it? natural thing. So it's not like you can say to someone, hey, pay attention to other people. Well, you're not karmically here designed to pay attention to other people. At the yeah. same time, as a projector, I'm very, very good at paying attention to what matters. Again, to just the essence. You yeah. know, I might not. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, all my family is three, five. So they have the five line that's in the upper trigram. And that is focused always on other people. And there would be a conversation. I'd be saying, let's say, I met Yvette. She is amazing. And, you know, she's doing this. And, and, and I see what's important maybe to me. And I will tell my husband about what was important. And he'd be like, okay, so what city does she live in? I'm like, I don't bloody know. I've never asked this. <laughs> I literally doesn't come to my mind to ask these kind of peripheral questions that are not as We're important. Get right into it. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And this is what this line one three is. And when I learned that, it, it was so elevating and, and just really um peaceful to release the trauma I had with my mom's comment and and to understand that my mom who's a three five could never get it that 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 mm -hmm. her daughter and everyone else in the family was three five so they were okay but I was all within I had yeah. I was living in this bubble they think I lived in the bubble because we had a dysfunctional family no that's just the bubble of that one three just how I'm designed <laughs> exactly and so how do we bring this into marketing if you're so the karmic if you're one three and you're listening to this and you karmically designed to look within why because you are analyzing everything it's very intellectual process line one is a very intellectual line yeah. so you're constantly processing this information and then you're coming out with the essence so you're processing it for the others. Give yourself some credit about the amount of processing power that you have. You're like a supercomputer where the other ones are just like maybe like MacBook Air or something. You know, so you have to always well, allow yourself this credit that you Google, you know, anyone with anyone with line one. You Google faster mm -hmm. than anyone and you get to the information faster than anyone because you just know you develop this and you're here to share this. And then you've, you will share the essence, your own unique perspective which is a great thing so you're not here yeah. to tell people what to do as a general thing that's actually a line five thing just tell them what to do give them the system you know give them the, the past and they, they will walk the past no you're here to say i see this this is what i see the moment I started embracing this in my blogging, and I always naturally kind of leaned into that because you can't help it, right? You just yeah, that's how you. It's just how you are, right? Yeah. I think but, something funny. You know, my con unconscious line is the line one, but through my entire life, if anybody was like not trusting their partner or something that was going on, and they wanted an answer, I found the answer wow. always. Wow. Yeah, and I, like, I often used to say, I, if I wasn't in marketing, I'd, I'd be a private investigator. <laughs> well, before amazing. I knew about human design, yeah. You have a nose 
for the the bottom just, line what figuring is actually it, happening figuring yeah. it out yeah yeah it's, and it's, and looking at the right like the what matters so not yes. getting distracted yes we're going through so much detail but we're not you know distracted with something else we're getting and, to and the end here's a here's a fun fact so in the last year when i slowed down in my business stopped telling people what to do and literally just poured everything I had into self-expression through my blog, especially through my blog, a little bit through yeah. my podcast. But in my blog, uh, the biggest article that gets probably on average 5,000 hits every month is the article about five ones. It's called The Secrets of Five One Profile. Oh! And I and 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 I get tons of clients for the marketing blueprint by design from that who are five ones. And the funny thing is that I I always uh, survey where did you find me because I'm very visual. I have a Trello board. Everyone yeah. who comes in, I I have a Trello and I have these little stickers. You know, Google, 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 and that never happened to me. It never happened to me. Yes, they called me the queen of visibility and it was all like consistency. But but it's only when I leaned into what actually is natural, which is talking about what I see. Even yeah. if I see, you know, half of that article is about my family. Half of that article is not at all about, there is no practical advice there. That's and yet so it makes people feel seen, I think. And, and, mm. and therefore there is this next level and 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 I love working with five ones it's one of my favorite profiles it's just really really interesting to me so but mm. I, but but what I'm trying to describe here is that how do you lean into this so if you have a five one profile like you what what is your experience into leaning in the profile into the profile yeah well what I would say first and I think I may have even learned this from you, I don't know, but it, it's really the combination of the two profile lines. The conscious one is the one that you're very aware of, right? But then it's the second line that actually adds the magnetism because it's almost like this unique blend. And yeah, there's 12, so it's not so unique, but it feels really, it just feels so right when you when you start to look at things through this perspective. So for me as a 5-1, it's kind of this, beautiful combination of being able to spot the bigger picture but then having this incredible depth because you cannot help yourself but get to the bottom of the bottom of the bottom so when you share from that place you're sharing very powerful insight but in a solution for the world way so I kind of think that the five one has more right than anyone to sort of tell people how things work this is how it works with authority i actually think that you're right and i think that this is why there's so many five one politicians because mm -hmm. they have the research and the depth and the understanding and they learn you know especially you know we, we were not going to talk about what happens to them when they sometimes get seducted by you know their own power or the protections <laughs> you know like well, Putin and Hitler and but let's yeah. talk about the early days you know and in the early days they're always there's so much knowledge that they bring there's so much understanding looking really deep and looking at the essence like where is the problem and then yeah. trying to find a very practical solution. What can we do now with this? And I and I really see because it's very different from, for example, five twos. How five twos express? It's still about people, and it's still about giving some sort of solutions and yeah. and they're quite practical. One of the wonderful um, clients that I had uh, honored to work five one uh, five two. She draws political cartoons. So it's like a very different way of expressing yourself and, and conditioning other people through highlighting the truth 
wow. here and and so this is so interesting you know that it's it's very different and yes the second line is is very different line two is very different from line one very different yeah and and it's it's interesting how you say so with the more you lean into the depths don't be afraid to lean into the depths because you naturally will give the the practical solutions and it has to be practical for you as well that's i think what um the line five danger Definitely. is when when you maybe don't have a boundary where this is what i can do but this is like you know this is your your own fantasy is going on here <laughs> this is no i'm not going to do this because this is not what i'm promising so much certainty but it's this combination with the one of well i'm 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 not making this up yes i totally agree and what what do you think can we give some practical advice to people who don't have our profiles lines because you know i think um is there a profile here's a trick question is there a profile in your life in your amongst your clients that you tend to attract that is completely different to yours and doesn't have line one or absolutely i have so many clients with the line four so many Amazing. Let's talk about this. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, they're they're very gifted and influential within their social circle versus broadcast. And it's really helped. uh, It's helped me guide them with their marketing to do more of what they want to do. Right. So they're more drawn to maybe release a podcast where they're going to build intimate relationships with a small group. So they may have worked with other coaches who discouraged them from launching a podcast and gave them all sorts of rationale as to why it's not the right move, it's a very competitive marketplace, takes time and a lot of effort to expand the reach. And they have this strong desire to launch a podcast and then they come to work with me and through the lens of human design particularly, I mean, also, I think in general, follow the thing that you really want to do and it's going to work for you. But as a line four, I'm like, absolutely launch a podcast because for you, it's all about growing your influence with a closer network. So it doesn't matter if 20 people download your episode, if the same 20 people consistently download an episode over a period of time, they're going to be so in your vortex because you have oh, this I gift this. i love this and i have something to add uh, if you don't mind to this because yeah. it's if you're in line for listening to this um and you're you're saying yeah but you know i don't understand this what does it mean like influence my network or what does it mean influence but the truth is that that strangers don't see you Mm-hmm. You know, you're not someone who can be uh, an authority, for example, like uh, line five, where a stranger sees immediately gets into this, you know, being conditioned with this magnetism. And they doesn't, it doesn't matter that they don't know. It's like, wow. And the projection starts and it's like, wow, this is amazing. You're, you don't have that energy. And so how do you do this? You need to bring a person from a stranger to someone who, who kind of knows you. And we're living in the perfect timing for that. You just need to get this person to listen to you or look at you, right? So exactly what you said, this is what some some coaches, they think about, you know, um, running a podcast. If you want to be a podcaster, if you want to worry about how many people download and all that, but you don't have to create a podcast for that reason. So even if there's two people downloaded your podcast every month, it doesn't matter. 
at all. I always say to people, this is vanity metric that is just clogging your mind. Stop it. It's about you creating quality content that can for years to come help you position yourself from that stranger to someone that they know. It's enough to listen to you for 20 minutes to feel like you they know you or especially with with video. Video just transcends this. Even more. And but the thing about audio in the podcast format is you're almost always listening to it one-on-one so you're not listening to a podcast and then there's someone like a child sitting next to you that's interrupting you You're, you're generally not you're in the car or you're walking it's a very intimate space when it comes to and that's why I think it's such a fast uh journey from I don't know who you are to I get I get you oh yeah and I and and I want more of you and and sometimes you know it takes a few minutes because when you're and line four has a fixed kind of voice this quality in the fixed voice like so it's really there's so much conviction when you really know or believe in into something when you have basically an opinion it's going to come across in a very fixed way so take advantage of that that means that when you are you know, if you are doing your messaging, right? So, you know, you know what you're talking about. You have your, you know, offer you created, you, you know who you're talking to. Then that conviction will very quickly bring them from complete strangers into getting to know you. But by the way, I don't have line four in my, uh, at least in my profile, right? But I created an online show and um, I did it twice a week in the beginning. And in half a year, I positioned myself from absolute nobody to what they called the queen of visibility. It only took six months. Six months is nothing. That's you can sit crazy. on your hands for six months because wow. this is where you position, you know, especially with interviews, you're in this conversation, you know, but people are watching you and maybe your guests are changing if you do interviews, but you are there and yeah. they fall in love with you because they, you know, they kind of get to appreciate you in your quirks and, and things that you don't necessarily control and, you know, the way, <laughs> the way Real, you yeah. are. Yeah, and it's good, you know, let go of that control. Let go of that being perfect. Let go of the, especially for line four, let go of trying to be liked. Mm, that's so true. Just be yourself in a way and, yeah, and you you're know. You're going to be the right person for the right audience always. Exactly, exactly. And and it really, I talk to so many, two, especially two fours for things because they, you know, they don't want to be out there, you know, waving their flags and they shouldn't, they shouldn't do this. It's almost one of the more difficult profiles, isn't it? Because of this, because of the two being the more conscious, even though they have this friendly, warm disposition at the same time, it's like conflicting energy. But I I think that giving them this permission to be, you have these natural gifts. Like, even if you don't always believe that you have the natural gifts, we see them and we want more of you. And therefore, please step into the limelight in some form so that you can share these gifts. 100%. And you know what? You don't want to meet people for coffee chats because, you know, sometimes, and even in the beginning, I was saying, okay, if you're four, how do you move people? Just, you know, get them on coffee chats on on Zoom. I particularly don't like it. 
I, I find mm. that if there's no agenda, like for example, my a client call or something, a podcast, I feel like it's a bit of a waste of time because not networking is not in my, you know, nature. Yeah. So some people with two for profile might feel the same. They don't want to be networking as much. They're really nice and you know, people sort of see them always. They don't they're always very likable like that, but they don't want to network. But you don't have to. Instead, use a podcast, you know, um, and there's some wonderful like I use Anchor. Anchor is free to start with uh it has yeah. an amazing app that you can just you can lie in your bed right no makeup and pjs and you have an opinion and you can just talk into your phone and express it without thinking it's the same thing what you had said in the beginning about focusing on money when we were saying that you know focus on your joy focus on yeah. expression you, you know lean into your energetics express yourself put it out there but then let's put it let's think about it in a bigger way because you know a lot of people say yeah but you know the downloads the monthly and you know it's so much energy to build this it's not about the podcast it's about a piece of content that you're creating that you can send people to so for example this is a conversation about what matters in marketing and how we can use this you know we started talking about the lines but maybe a couple more things we will touch on if somebody asks me Juliet, what's important for you know, uh, how much do I need to know about human design? I can just send them to this podcast episode. So we're creating a a content library where A, we can send people to a specific one and answer the questions. So our time and energy is freed, right? B, we're creating somewhere where they can binge. We're literally creating like Juliet's Netflix or (laughs) Yvette's Netflix for them. And so they they don't... Yeah, I'm sure you're the same, but... Like I have a podcast that's been running for three years and it does not have huge numbers at all. But if I look back over my client roster in that time, so many of my clients, if they've either come from binging on my show first or, you know, perhaps they've heard me on somebody else's podcast and then come into my podcast and binged my podcast first or they come in and then they start binging my podcast and it just deepens the relationship. It yeah. is very valuable regardless of whatever the vanity mat- metrics say. Yeah, so so it's about how to see. It. It's the same with YouTube channel. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, but, you know, what about the statistics? How am I going to, you know, go to my first thousand subscribers? But you're not here. Your goal is not to monetize from YouTube, your YouTube channel necessarily, right? You're a coach maybe and you're, you know, your goal is different. Don't forget what your goal is. What are you doing there? You're creating something that you can be, send people to binge on. And you know what else? My advice, don't send them to your YouTube channel. Embed those videos on your website, into your blogs, yeah. even if it's just a vlog article, because um, I'm going to write this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book and one of the uh, chapters will be called Puppy Always Wins. Because when you're on Facebook or if you're on YouTube, there's going to be something in the corner of your eye that will distract you and your brain will go there. I, I watch serious trainings on YouTube and there's, you know, Saturday Night Live uh, channel starts, you know, it's like, Juliet, your brain, brain, brain needs to rest and you need a nice daily laugh. And, and that's it. You know, my attention is gone. So gone. it's important to keep uh, an, a bigger picture here with your goals and what are you trying to what are you trying to get out of this? And I do think that when you focus on this is the content library, this is... Mm, I love that. This is more important than growing that platform. And mm-hmm. you actually will then 
focus on yourself, right? Even if you're not self-absorbed, on your joy, <laughs> on your success. Yeah. You focus on yourself in, in any kind of sense, whatever makes sense to you, and you express yourself in such a magnetic way. I recently had a um, a client call with a wonderful lady. She was a one-three like me, but she wrote a book, and, and she said, all my clients come from this book, and everything else I do, it just doesn't work, and I don't understand. I wrote this book not for business. I wrote this book for uh, me. Yeah. And it speaks, it literally speaks for itself. Wow, that's so cool. Focus on that signature feeling and forget for the moment, for that moment, just for that moment, like release your insecurities, especially financial and getting clients and everything, because that just puts us into, you know, wrong. The other thing that I've observed with my clients is the online business world, I'm just going to say it can be a bit culty. Like it's like one version of success and I have a lot of clients that come to me that are trying to discount or discredit other types of impact that they're having. So if they're doing something in person when they first arrive, they really want to hurry up and stop doing that thing so that they can grow their online business. And in a lot of instances in our work together, they do the opposite because they're, they're trying to remove themselves from something that they actually really enjoy because they've decided to chase success on somebody else's terms. Yeah, because somebody else said it's so easy, like, or not said, but maybe gave yeah. them an impression that it is so easy. You know, I grew, I grew this seven-figure business in just three months, you know, and you can do two, just follow my steps. And, and they're like, yeah, because you know what? This is, feels like hard work, what I'm doing. And they're forgetting, literally like exactly. amnesia amnesia happened and they forget how much satisfaction they're getting out of this work. oh my god so so true and then they also discover that it is smoke and mirrors it's not easy to build an online business yeah no it's not <laughs> no it's not at all and and really anyone who promises you something faster or you know something doesn't feel right you know say for example you don't even know what your offer is and they say you know focus on the take a months hang on a second hold your horses have you made a 1k months have you made a 2k months you know and it's not so simple it's all there's so much discourse there's so much people are trying to make money and of course and we might talk about this a little bit now before we wrap up it's yeah. about feeding into your insecurities right what we in call human design we call it not self yeah and yeah. here's the truth here's the truth and and this is how much you need to know about human design you know you really understand what's your not self, right? Because where you are aligned, you don't need anything. Alignment no. means you're content with who you are and where you are and how you are. Alignment. Also, you don't generally go on any sort of self-discovery process no. because it just you've is. You've arrived. Yeah, you've arrived. It's That's it. You know, you don't like where you're aligned. You're so cool. It doesn't, you don't need to be better or more or anything, but, but marketing and any business is about helping people transform or get more or get better or look better or feel better or you know uh, be richer so more and that comes from this not self so mm -hmm. with understanding your not self um that's where you can really tap into you know what you can do for people and, and yeah. how you yourself as well evolve um and it's very interesting so the brand and the brand voice where we're expressing ourselves, that's definitely profile lines. Yeah. Like 
how should I express myself? What sort of ways, you know, a podcast, if you line for, well, actually podcast works for many lines, but you have to understand yeah. why you are doing this uh, specific thing. And then we have like, what makes, what, what sells? Mm-hmm. So we before we started recording this, we were we went into like a real deep rabbit hole with our line ones about yeah. selling from your open space, mm-hmm. you know. And and um, Yvette, you said a couple of things like that were very interesting. Why did you feel the openness really helps? So I'd love you to yeah. So I was sort of explaining as well that I have a lot of open space. In fact, I've only got two centers defined. They're linked by an unconscious line. So I like I would say I'm a confusing person to live as because I'm influenced by everybody around me and I have so much not self to work with. And, you know, there's certainty in my sacral. Yes, Energizer Bunny, absolutely. And in my identity centre as well. So I, I never question my path. I don't like that's just like I'm going in the direction I know I'm certain this is all good but everything else is open for debate and so there's a lot of doing the work on myself in all of the things like all of those areas every not self when you read them and you're like oh well at least I don't have that one shed a tear for me because I do (laughs) have them all open pretty much But it's been interesting to really think about as a marketer, that also means that I authentically go through the process. I don't teach from a defined centre where it just is. I teach from a, I get this because I work with this too. And I think that's a very relatable messaging type versus I just know. You know, it's so what you, what you said about your identity center and the direction. So definitely, how can I can come to you and say that I, um, I don't know. I don't feel like I have this set direction. So many things are pulling me, you know, in all directions. But you you literally can't relate to that because it's not something you've experienced. I will say, go and do finding your why. Yeah, or something, you know. And it's interesting. Yeah, like, I, you I know, know, if you yeah. go, I'll I basically what I'm saying is I will outsource that. And it's really really interesting because that's what we can do with you know with some some of the energies and yes of course we tap into so for example maybe after this we're recording this and i'm maybe tapping into that sense of direction um that you have and lovability and you know don't no question this but in my real life i'm a chameleon i have an open g center you know i need to change my furniture ever so often because you know i just like i need to change the environment and and there's loads of different things that come with this um and and my life would be so much like complete u-turns and things like that that you wouldn't say that it goes into one in in one direction necessarily um yeah and and so and it's interesting i have a defined spleen so i can't teach trust your journey i always say that but i feel like i don't know how it is not to trust your journey i really don't this is the thing and i think this is a really fascinating part well yeah. it's certainly different to explore Oh, oh, and and and, it's, and here's something that as a projector, as I, you know, I mentioned, we don't see ourselves. So I observe other people. I have an open spleen, completely open, no activation. And when I talk about being open to receive, that you're not here to go get, you're being open. I see people, people's faces, regardless of their even um, design, 
they change and relax and they're like yes so and and that made me it before i even started looking into this that made me think a lot about is it actually something that's much more magnetic in terms of what you're selling here because you know in my in my marketing message this is pretty much it's like find the harmony like rest into this slow down to accelerate yeah, you know? because your projector energy stop focusing on the money stop focusing don't set yeah. goals <laughs> just make yeah. this <laughs> yeah just for yourself and it's interesting so what you said then you you were we were talking about the uh, relatability what do you think with with all your openness is the most magnetic with with you that people you may maybe you find it, i actually think it's my intuition which they don't necessarily realize is what's magnetic but because of all of the open space and I, you know, I'm wide open in the solar plexus. I've got a lot of gates activated, actually. I've got a completely open world center though. No gates activated. Uh, but big picture, I, I'm I'm like, you said you're a chameleon. I'm like, oh my God, I'm the ultimate shapeshifter because I am so in response to other people's energy that I, I change who I am without consciously doing it. Mm. And and the way they experience that is, oh, my God, you are so intuitive. And I'm like, that's not on purpose. That's your undefined spleen as well, probably, with the, you yeah. know, being just open and sampling everything. And and um, whereas I find that defined spleen is not, its intuition is massive. But it's not, it just works in a very, very set way. So well, it's intuition for self versus then other, maybe, a little bit more? Um, well, you know, I, you know, there's this goosebumps I keep mentioning sometimes the client will say something and I get goosebumps and it's it's something that is aligned for them there is this weird thing but I think it works in just one it's it kind of works in one way and it's very set in its that's what I find when I'm reading about the defined centers being fixed and I'm looking at you know I have a head and ash and spleen and throat there is the there is this fixed thing that there's nothing I can do to change it it's just Mm. this one way Whereas where I'm open, I can be very, very different um, in in these ways, you know, and and maybe through that, then, for example, an open G center, maybe through that, it's very easy to see other people's direction or lack of direction and talk about, you know, embracing and not being set on trying to find the direction that's speaking directly to the non-self. Yeah, I know. And and this is the truth, right? Because who, I mean, let's talk about the will center. If you're somebody who is defined, who has never struggled with self-worth or needing to prove yourself, are you good at teaching somebody else how to do that? Exactly. Exactly. No. Exactly. You're just like, why don't you get this? You were born worthy. But it's interesting because, you know, you still, if you have a defined will center, for example, you are created uh, you are designed to set targets and with your willpower you know access to that willpower achieve your goals right i have some um wonderful people i'm connected to you know who are uh, with defined will that there it's even their authority and i can just literally see like they would be saying something like oh i'm gonna start this two months later they've built an empire 
you know, yeah. this yeah. is something they can do right. and they set and they give themselves a, a deadline and they, they can do that. So working with a coach like that definitely activates you while you're with them a little bit into that. So this is something we can use in our offers and, and things like that. Oh, completely. Yeah, but there's I'm, no black and white. Exactly. But selling that to me would be very difficult for uh, them because, you know, I know if you say to me, and that's what happened, you know, the, the big story I had of my burnout when the sales coach said to me, okay, you have one week, I want you to get five clients at $2,000. So make $10,000 in one week. And not only I didn't make it, I didn't do anything. I literally didn't lift a finger for this because I, I got paralyzed by the target. And I can't yeah. do this. You know, I have to yeah. do it completely different way. It doesn't mean that I didn't have a 10K week or even a day. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean that because it all happened differently. It's just this mechanics. So you can't actually sell this idea with that fixed energy because it, it can it can be sometimes detrimental to another person's health, mental health and energy okay. health. Yes. And so going back, like if, if there is an open Will center. You can still set goals, but it just works differently. And you can talk works about your journey. Yeah, yeah, you can. So I can talk about the journey. Why am I saying, you know, focus on receiving abundance when I'm like financially triggered with the insecurities and everything? But because I go, and you would probably relate with all the openness because you go through the journey of understanding things, you know, um, deconditioning, being affected by others, and then, you know, seeing that this is not yours. Sometimes it doesn't happen immediately either. You know, it takes a while to understand that you're actually influenced by someone. You know, my husband has a defined route. I don't. If he sits near me and I'm doing something, I'm always feeling like under pressure. I always feel stressed. Wow, that's so fascinating. And, and, uh, and, and I need to have my own timeline, even if I do things quickly. Yeah. So and, and it's yours. like under, understanding that this is not mine, understanding that maybe I need to send him to another room if I'm doing something important that I need to focus on staying in my lane and things like that. These are mm. these are important things, you know. So understanding then, for example, what is it to work under stress with an open root center? What is yeah. it to push yourself to a deadline? Do you need a deadline? How to approach these things? How did I approach? So leaning into your energy of your own. Do you talk about it as who you do or what you tell other people to do? Or how do you how do you express this? And I think that that becomes really, really magnetic. Selling from the open space. And looking yeah. into not self questions for the open centers are perfect for you. I, I mean, guess. I love it for journaling, but I also love it for thinking about content. Mm. I think that, you know, we are talking a lot about these things, but there's there's still the trust issue is always going to be an issue with people. Yeah. Trusting yourself, I mean. Trusting mm -hmm. yourself to be yourself is the hardest thing that some people can have in, in marketing, especially. And it's even I believe that people who have maybe maybe you resonate. Here's a question directly to you because you have a defined G center and you have the sense of direction. Right. But when you come online, when you started your online business and there's this fire hose of information and advice and everything, do you still stick to what you believe inside or do you get conditioned temporarily maybe and confused maybe because it's not only about the G center, right? It could be just confusion in your head and, and things like that. What was your experience with this? Did it Total confusion. Okay. So for me, the sense of direction is I don't know how, but I will make this work and I will not fail because this is my destiny. Got it. 
got it. But yet, it's not the how. The how it's is not confusing. the how. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know, this is this is something that, you know, when we discuss something, we say, okay, you have a line four. Think about, you know, um cropping out parts of your coaching calls. Maybe if you're recording the speaker view on Zoom and they don't, you know, for the privacy, your client can be seen and uh put them out as a piece of content because you're gonna be in your, you know, if you're two four, for example, you're gonna be in your zone, yeah. you're gonna be doing what you're doing naturally so well and let us watch it. So we want that in our lives as well. Yeah, so yeah. this is it's a very simple kind of solution to this. But sometimes, you know, it's about trusting yourself to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I don't need to overthink. I don't need to now look at all my uh, every gate I have before I can start doing something in my marketing. You know, I I call this episode, you know, does it really matter or does it matter in your marketing? Yeah. Yeah. Understand your energetics and understand your profile. The rest you can add to that. You can add to does it really matter you can have success without it let's be honest totally so yeah so no depending on who you are it doesn't really matter but the opportunity to make your life and business so much more pleasurable and easier and simple yes is available so it is absolutely worth experimenting with Absolutely. I so agree. Oh, Yvette, thank you so much for this uh, wonderful time. Where can uh, our, our audience follow you? Or <clears throat> do you have anything that? Uh, yeah, maybe- I uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to put it in the show notes. My name's Yvette Mayer. It's at Yvette Mayer underscore on Instagram. I have a podcast as well, which I'm going to get Juliet onto shortly, uh, which is the Live Up and Liberated Entrepreneur completely completely came up with that well before I was studying human design so very on brand that's the natural thing we're always naturally deep down we always know all this is just I'm like when I read my profile it's like how did I how did I create a brand that looks like I created it because of my human design anyway um, so yeah that's how you can find me that's enough wonderful wonderful Again, thank you so much for today, guys. Uh, reach out to Vet, follow her on Instagram. She's so vibrant. She's just like Joy is literally should be middle name because I I love I love her style and and uh, yeah. So her Instagram is brilliant. I am not on Instagram for business. I am there just to look at people I love. And so she's fair wondering. enough. Yes, fair enough. <laughs> and awesome. and I hope you're going to join me. And uh, guys, I will see you in the next episode of Visibility by Design.